start praying for that support. Like show me the mentor or help me with the funds or show me the people I'm to be surrounded by. And you actually will be surprised because that's when you're going to start co-creating with the universe. Hello and welcome to The Social Acre Show. I'm your host, Terry, principal and founder of The Social Acre Agency. This podcast is home for trailblazers and unconventional doers for all things business, entrepreneurship, mindset, and motivation. You will hear the honest edges of entrepreneurship, tools and habits to help grow yourself and your business, solo episodes for myself, as well as expansive stories from a wide range of guest speakers. Each week, you will leave feeling like you're not alone on the journey to wanting more. You can expect to feel inspired and empowered to get off the fence and take action. So pull up a chair and join the conversation. Hello and welcome to the Social Acre Show. Today we are here with Samantha J, the CEO and founder of Empire B School, best-selling author and medicine woman. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Can you just share all about you, what you do, what you're about, and we'll go from there. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited for this. So for me, I merge spirituality, strategy, and self-expression to help entrepreneurs to really build their empire from the inside out. So traditional business strategists, it's often all about the hustle. And really at the end of the day, a lot of people have wealth and success, but they're incredibly unhappy inside. And I actually went down that path. Like by the time I was 22 years old, I was an award-winning entrepreneur. I had society's idea of success, you know, the house, the car, the whatever. But inside I was deeply unhappy and I was unhealthy. Like I had endometriosis, burnout, all these different things. And so I really help entrepreneurs to be able to really go inside of themselves and discover actually what's the most meaningful life for me and also what is my spiritual connection guiding me to be and do in this life because I believe that when we do listen to that connection, that's when we're going to live the most richest life. I love that so much. You touched on so many things that I want to explore in our conversation. So before we kind of dive into like merging business and spirituality, can you talk me through, you know, your spiritual journey a little bit more and how that came to be a huge part of your life and how it's impacted you in business? Like how did things change for you? Yeah. So I think that anybody who's here to create a big impact in the world, often they've gone through a lot of darkness you know, and it's that darkness that gives us a level of compassion to want to make a difference in the world. And so for me, that journey started when I was 18 years old with a mental illness diagnosis. And when I was given that diagnosis, I just got in the top 6% of Australia in my HSC marks. And I had envisaged that, yeah, I'm going to uni, I'm going to do all these massive plans. And so I got this mental health diagnosis. I was put on this medication and I went from like a high functioning, one of the most intelligent people at my school to literally not being able to get out of bed. And I really lost a lot of hope at that point about the future of my life. And my dad came into my room one day and he threw a phone book at me and put a desk in the corner. He's like, you know what? We've got this property development that's like not going very well. You're really good at business strategy and all that. So give it a crack. And 
I guess like what started as a quest to get well ended up turning into an award-winning entrepreneur career for me. And through that period, I was battling what I call is my own shadow. For some people listening, our shadow is like the rejected and repressed parts of how we feel about ourselves. So if we're always pursuing the external world for like validation and approval and we don't have a connection to that inner voice, the shadow grows. (laughs) And then often we've got a death, a divorce, a breakdown, something to help us to go inside and meet our shadow, how we actually feel about ourselves. Because it's easy to cover it up, you know, with success Mm -hmm. or achievements or accolades or in today's world, injectables and like this and that. Like there's all these things that we could be doing to cover up how we really feel about ourselves on that inner voice. And so it ended up being like a pressure cooker for me. (laughs) Like, like I think it's kind of, it comes to us in the form of a feather. We start to feel anxious or we start to feel not as happy in our job. And then it will come in a brick. We miss that inner voice. And then it's like, oh shit, I lost my job. And if we don't get the sign of the brick, it's like a bus. We get hit by a bus or, you know, we lose everything. And so when we don't listen to that inner voice, it creates a pressure cooker system inside of us which eventually something breaks. And for me, that breaking was when I had achieved everything I'd really imagined at 22 years old. And I was like, wait a second, I just got the award-winning entrepreneur award and yet I feel empty inside. Yeah, and I remember going home like that night and just breaking down and crying in the shower and going, wait a second, like what's more than this? And that's what really was the start of my journey of not living from my head anymore and wondering, okay, fuck everybody else's rules and like validation and approval. Like, like what's the actual deeper truth of this world? And that's when my spiritual journey started. Oh, that's so, so powerful. And I guess my follow-up question to that would be like, because I always like to say that our intuition and that self-connection is kind of like a whisper, like you said, and it's so delicate and everything else is like a scream. Everything else that's going on in the outside world is just yelling at us all the time. And we we can't really hear that whisper. So what are some strategies or techniques, you know, you've used to be able to connect with yourself and have that white space and, and understand what is truly going on, like getting to the root of that problem? What are some strategies there? Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the basic ones would be meditation, you know, mm-hmm. having daily practice for meditation. But you know, for any of the listeners out there, a really easy thing that you can start to incorporate is as soon as you wake up in the morning, rather than getting straight out of the bed, just close your eyes and first connect to yourself. So you may place like a left hand on your heart or if you're a woman, a hand on your womb space underneath your navel and just first just connect to your voice <laughs> before social media, others, and just take a few deep breaths and just connect into your mind and just get a sense of how your mind is today. Like, you know, what am I thinking today? How is my mind? Just observing it and then just connecting into your heart and going, "Hmm." taking a few deep breaths into your heart and like, okay, what's on my heart today? How am I feeling today? And then just connecting into your womb space or hara for men, which is underneath the navel, which is the seat of our willpower and just going, "Hmm, okay, taking a nice big anchoring breath down there and going, okay, what do I know I need to do today? And this is such a beautiful centering practice into our three intelligence centers to just start to first have that inner voice and connection. Yeah, that, that, that would be a good foundational one for each person. 
Lovely. Yeah. I do that often is where for me, it's journaling. I've tried meditation. I struggle with it, but I'm still working at it. But for me, it's like journaling allows me to, you know, get those thoughts and those feelings onto paper. And as as soon as I do it, I feel like I'm like cleansed. It's like a cleansing process for me. (laughs) But I love that you talk about hearing your own voice when you wake up, because oftentimes so many of us wake up and we go straight to work or the first thing, unfortunately, a lot of people do is open their phone and check their notifications, Facebook, Instagram, and we're constantly just immediately consuming everything else instead of what our body and our mind is trying to tell us. So I I totally agree with that. In terms of merging spirituality, strategy, self-expression, what does that look like and how can it help businesses experience financial growth? 100%. So it's very different. You know, there's no other business strategist doing this. So these words have ideas, you know, so spirituality really is about what's the biggest vision of my life. And if I believed I was whole and worthy, lovable and enough, what would I actually want to create for myself? It's about first having an understanding that we are whole and we are enough. And from that place of deep worthiness, well, what do I want for every area of my life? you know, health, finances, family, business, spirituality, rather than living life on autopilot, actually recognizing that you have the personal power of the creator of God, source, spirit, the universe inside yourself. And so because you're worthy, God, source, spirit wants you to have everything. Like you haven't sinned, you're not being punished, you're not a bad person, you know. And so when you realize you're a good person, you get to receive and have it all. Then we start to go, great, spirituality, what is that bigger vision? And then we go into the self-expression part, which is like, okay, what's your genius? What's your gifts? What lights you up? And how can we actually build a sustainable, scalable business around this where you get to have that dream and vision based on your authentic self? And so what I often find is like people before they've been working with me, They've been working with a hustle business coach, working ridiculous hours, not having family holidays, all the things. And then they come with me. We create a meaningful vision. I'm like, what do you hate in your business? And they're like, this is just like, we'll stop that because that's not aligned to why you're here. Like, (laughs) do what is fun and makes you feel good. I get them doing more of that, seeing their own value through their spiritual connection. They often five times their pricing. And so they're working less. They're booking family holidays. They're living more from their heart with their partner and their children. And then they're making like five times the amount of money, which is is so cool. Yeah. I believe that life is too short to be in a position that limits your impact. And I believe that you are here for a reason. What change do you crave? What is it about your business that lights you up? The visions you're having about the impact you can have and the change you seek is real and it can become your reality. My one-on-one coaching program is a -a one-of-a-kind approach to business that merges strategic mentorship with done for you so you can have accountability with built-in deliverables so you can really move the needle. The result? We will build a memorable brand, elevate your authority, and amplify your impact through conscious strategy, possibility-based marketing, and PR. Join the movement, click the link in the show notes to book a call with me, and get an outline of how you can build a memorable brand. Yeah, it's amazing because I feel like it has so much to do with our success in our business too. And I think 
Sometimes when we're just focused on business growth, being a CEO, the day-to-day tasks, we get so lost and disconnected from ourselves that it starts to show. And sometimes we backpedal because we're so focused on growth, but then we disconnect from ourselves. So you have this beautiful connection between growth and spirituality. And I can I can just see from you talking about it, the passion that that can infuse in your business and the impact that it can provide your clients. So I kind of want to flip the script here and talk a little bit about how I know that, you know, it's common to lose yourself in business when you start to rapidly expand because we often associate like our self-worth with our business's outcomes. And it's sometimes hard to keep those two really separate, at least I found from experience. So for you, how does spirituality help you and your clients, you know, ground you in business and create that disassociation from like results and self-worth? This is such a good question. Wow. (laughs) You know, I think you've really nailed it in this question that this is like the source of literally all unhappiness for entrepreneurs. (laughs) Um, So I wrote a book about this. It's my first best-selling book, um, Stand Up, Speak Up. So yeah, I'll put that in the show notes. People can get the free copy of that. So I call it, it's about breaking the ties of codependency with your business. So if you need something from your business, like you're codependent on it. And so what we've got to first identify is like, what am I having this business actually for? I think it's going to make me have more status, more significance. I'm going to be this, that. And so what we actually need to do is we first fill that up inside of yourself. Like it's okay to want those things from your business, but the truth is, is that it actually repels wealth. Like based on the law of polarities, the more we need something and the more we're attached to it, spirituality almost wants to repel it. (laughs) <laughs> it's almost like a needy dating partner, you know, the more they're like, oh, you're like, oh, God. <laughs> just And so what we focus on first, we need the self-awareness. What are my needs that I'm codependent on for my business? Like, oh, my sense of significance, status, you know, validation, approval, attention. And so then we need to, in the start of the day, I give people figuring out them top five codependent needs. And then I give them meditations, which actually validate and fill up that inside of themselves. And when you then come to your business with that full cup, it's like, I don't care if you said no on the sales call. I don't care if you're not liking myself. And what happens is you are so much bolder and more confident in your liberated truth of who you are as a leader. And it will Mm. grow more. So you're not up and down as much in your business because you're Mm -hmm. not attaching your worth to how how it's actually going. I love that. I was so excited to ask that question because I feel like it's something so many of us struggle with. And- you know, spirituality, I feel like right now is the answer to all my problems. (laughs) I'm curious to know, like, what happens when you get a client who maybe is new to spirituality? Like, say for my listeners who really haven't explored that part of themselves yet and that self-connection, what do you find is the most challenging aspect of exploring your spirituality, but then also merging it with your business? The biggest challenge would be letting go of control. Like, the mind loves to control things, Whereas the heart and following the path of our spirit and heart and soul is, it's unknown, right? So when I left my award-winning entrepreneur career, it was like, it was secure. I had money at certain times. It was secure and safe, but I wasn't happy. And so I sold my properties. I sold my car. I went traveling. All I ever knew was I was, I knew the first step. 
And so there's this metaphor I love to give my clients is that spirit gives you breadcrumbs. You have a feeling, you have a knowing, you really only ever shown, I know this is my next step. And so you've got to let go of control because it will feel like to most people, it will look crazy, illogical, unrealistic, like what the hell? And so I have lived the most unrealistic life, but I'm so happy, like, and content and peaceful. And like, I actually need nothing anymore. Like if all my business and houses were taken away, I wouldn't feel any different about myself. And yet I'm creating success in all of it, but I don't need it. And so, yeah, so you've got to really let go of control and you've got to trust that there's a presence larger than you that is always looking out for you because you're a good person and you're always going to be supported on that path. Mm, I love that. How have you found that to take that next step in business? I find a lot of business owners that are growing, we're constantly in the state of like, okay, what's next? Okay, what's next? So how have you learned through spirituality and merging self-expression with business that being able to ground yourself in you're just confident about your next step and you're not always seeking for more, you're content with what you have while working towards what you want. How have you achieved that mindset and that practice? I love this question. I have this practice where it's like we need one foot in a sense of being at peace with who we are. And when I'm talking about being at peace with who we are, I'm talking about like our flaws and our insecurities as a part of us, as well as our strengths and greatness, because we can't, the mistake people make is they go into spirituality and personal development to like kind of get away from them flaws and insecurities, but actually they're with us for life and they're beautiful. And so We've got to first appreciate, you know, you can do a morning self-validation practice where you're really just thanking yourself and at peace for thank you, thank you, thank you for the beautiful package of who I am and having gratitude. And then we've got to have another foot in this energy of growth and like, I want more, I want to be more, I want to do more. Because the truth is, is we can't, if we're just at peace with who we are and not connected to that growth then we'll feel stagnant and stuck and depressed probably. But if we're also in that other end where we're always growing, it's like nothing will ever be good enough. And so a lot mm. of people, they get success and wealth. They're not doing the I'm thankful who I'm becoming along the journey. Mm. And then what happens is they're not internalizing the success. So they either get imposter syndrome or nothing's ever good enough and they're totally unhappy. Mm. And I know you have talked a little bit about imposter syndrome, you know, through the way you coach as well. And it's something we all deal with. And it feels like I've heard so many different sides of dealing with imposter syndrome. You know, I've heard people say you can kick it to the curb by doing X, Y, Z. But I've also heard people say it's something you'll always have. You just have to manage it. So what's your take on navigating imposter syndrome through grounding yourself in spirituality? What does that look like for you? Yeah. For me, imposter syndrome is something that's always going to be there. It's like a little girl or a little boy inside of us that has these sacred needs that that's the way that it's asking for us to validate and keep it safe and secure. If you don't have imposter syndrome, you're probably not taking big enough growth steps, you know, because for me, it's like imposter syndrome comes at every next stage we hop on. And so we'll master a level of stuff and then it's like, oh shit, now I'm watching a podcast or, and then we'll do stuff and it's like, oh shit, I'm doing this. And I feel like, and so that's normal. And so what we want to do is we want to go, great. I see this like a little girl, little boy inside of me. First, I just want to say that like, it's okay for you to be here. Like, I love you. It's like your insecurity or, you know, it's here. And then you want to just let her know, let's think about them times when 
we didn't think we could do something for the first time and we absolutely, you know, smashed it out of the park. And then we just want to go, great, now what are your needs? What do you actually have? Oh, I have a need that every time I do a podcast or when you write this book, I have a need for you to like listen to me and build me up through the process. Oh, that's no worries. Okay, how do you want to be built up? Oh, I just would love like after every chapter or after every podcast episode, you like reaffirm like, freaking did that awesome we do a dance we do this you know and it's like being our own best friend and cheerleader through that process and then that little girl little boy it's like when you be your own best friend and biggest cheerleader there's actually nothing that you can't do in the world you can be afraid and do the thing constantly and having post syndrome because most people who are successful uh, don't feel enough mm-hmm. question if they're supposed to be there are making failures all the time. And yet the thing is, is we have this glorified idea of success where social media just only shows the highlight reel. But the truth is, is that like people are afraid every day doing the thing, but they just don't talk about it. Mm, I love that. That's exactly what this podcast is for, right? So thank you for saying that. So many powerful things that you've said, you know, in this episode, I feel more whole just talking to you. Like, (laughs) You are a ray of sunshine. It's radiating off of you. And I feel like, (laughs) you know, the law of attraction is so real. It is so true. And I get that from you. I can feel that you have done so much inner work and you can see it showing in your business too and the way you show up for yourself and your clients. So what you're doing is amazing. I appreciate you being (laughs) here so, so much. And wrapping up, I have one last question for my audience. What steps or strategies can they learn from that would help them get on the pathway of building a more purposeful and profitable business? Well, I have my free event (laughs) so they can come to that illuminate. You know, I really think the first step is create a meaningful vision of your life. Like, like you said, with the journaling, like there was a changing moment for me where I went out and I just got a life vision planner. And I think that's beautiful. Like if you Mm -hmm. forget about proving, performing, perfecting, right? If you really ditch that shit and just be like, I don't need to prove anything. I don't need to perfect anything. I don't need to perform for the world. Then who do you choose to be? What do you choose to do with your life? And create a meaningful vision of that. And don't wait till the new year. Like, you know, just literally make that vision today and look at who's the mentors and the people that can stretch you and literally just have a why fucking not moment. Best way to get out of your head is be like, you find a mentor or somebody who can, who's living what you want more of and just literally DM them or whatever and just have a why fucking no, why fucking no moment and be like, I need your help. I let's do this. Like, because we overthink too much. I've invested massive amounts of money, met somebody and just been like, boom, I'm going to work with you. And, and actually, to be honest, like that's actually what's helped me. <laughs> so when you've got your meaningful vision, then our spirit source, like meditate or become part of a community where you can get connected to your heart and then ask your heart, what do I know I need to do next? And let go of the logical details as much and just be like, what do I need to do next? And start praying for that support, like show me the mentor or help me with the funds or show me the people I'm to be surrounded by. And you actually will be surprised because that's when you're going to start co-creating with the universe. Yeah. Oh, so good. I'm going to replay this for sure. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. Can you share with my audience where they can connect with you, some details about your free events and, you know, how you can get in touch? 
Amazing. Yeah. So you can follow me there on Instagram, i.m.samantha.j. I've also got a free Facebook group, Spiritual Business Strategy. So I'll pop that link there. I've got my two best-selling books that I'm going to put in the show notes so you guys can buy that. Stand up, speak up, build your own buy from the inside out. And then I've also got my event, Illuminate, which is all about helping like millennials and conscious entrepreneurs to be the light in the world right now. So, you know, no doubt if you're, if you're guided to this episode, it's because you are here to be a light. And that's what spirituality is about, is our most meaningful life comes when we live a life selfless, contributing to the world around us. So if you want to get connected to that message, come along to my free event, Illuminate. Mm, Thank you so much, Samantha. I can't wait for my audience to connect with you and listen to all your golden nuggets in this episode. Thank you. You guys, I am so grateful you're here and I would love to hear from you. Screenshot your podcast app and tag the Social Like a Show in your Instagram stories. Let me know what you loved about this episode. I cannot wait to hear from you. And if you feel so moved, please leave me a review. I would be so stoked to hear from you so I can continue to produce episodes you will love. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next week. Bye everyone.